0: Hello and welcome to the Barberstein Podcast, the official podcast of the Chaser Stephen McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber. We are joined by Matthew Smith. Matt, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm I'm good. I made it. I think I'm I'm finally recovered. Still a little bit stuffy, but uh, glad glad we all survived. It was a, it was a marathon for sure.
0: Yeah, it, it felt like it was literally over in a blink of the eye, but it's it lingered. <laughs> I was sore all day yesterday, and uh, I don't think it was from, like, the alcohol and stuff. I think it was more so just from playing fucking outside and everything. Like, Maybe yeah. jumping over the fire while I'm drunk. Probably not smart. We were talking about this yep. off pod, but, like, I literally gained nothing
1: out of it. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I guess that's uh, something that you do. At least,
1: uh, at least you made it over.
0: Yeah flying colors supposedly
1: but no i think i think it was a very successful weekend um you know like i said just glad everybody survived and uh everybody seemed to have a good time can't wait to do it again next year
0: yeah absolutely it uh it always goes by too fast but at the same time i don't think we could have made it another day so (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's weird because it definitely goes too fast and it's like wow it's over but like i can't wait to get fucking home but it's pretty much just to like crash you know what i mean <laughs>
0: exactly and then now we're just in that mode where it's like let's get the season going let's uh let's get these players going like i would love to have had it like this upcoming weekend just so that we had one less week but
1: oh absolutely because what it's it's this weekend and then next thursday is the first game right
0: uh or is bit.
1: it is it one extra am i a week off it
0: might be one extra. I honestly am not sure. I thought it was after Labor Day, um, but maybe it's not.
1: But so, so, oh yeah, that okay. No, yeah, it says the eighth. So yeah, two more weeks Yeah, because Labor
0: Day is always college football opening weekend, like actual opening weekend. I think this is like their international games and all, like the little no, at least we'll stuff.
1: Have, at least we'll have something. Yeah, it'll be something to watch
0: at least. So. Yeah,
1: fire up the FanDuel. Yeah, bet on some schools I never heard of. <laughs>
0: think we got northwestern and nebraska and celtic area celtic land if i'm not mistaken um but yeah so uh had the draft friday night great call because we got some trades out of it we all had sober saturday morning to to go through and really push trades and think some people felt good about the trades i mean how do you feel about your trade um, go ahead and put it. Uh, I'm the
1: undecided. Right. I mean, I'm looking at my team. I, I don't love my team. I, I obviously traded my depth for the top end. I mean, I knew that's what I was doing. I'm, I I figured it's a long season. I have have a high waiver to start and try and build my my running back room. But I I, I like what I what I came up with. Uh, you know, at least to start, I got some some guys. So we'll see. We'll see how it hits. But uh, so, I do so love the, just yeah, looking the, at them top the tr- two there. The trade was
0: uh, James Conner, Damian Harris, Jalen Waddle, and Stephon Diggs for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Kadarius Toney, Justin Jefferson. So you obviously got the best player out of that. Um, there's a case that Diggs could be better, but I don't see it. Diggs is never consistent enough, in my opinion, to, to be a top number one guy, whereas I think JJ is the number one guy this year. I can't see Cup doing what he did last year again, uh, especially with a better running mate in Ellen Robinson. Um, so you gave up a guy in James Conner who I know you didn't like, you didn't want to take him. You get him off your off your books and you downgrade with Clyde Edwards Alaire, but uh we'll see. I'm a, be- I mean. I'm a
1: believer. I'm a believer there. Um the way I'm viewing the trade is I gave up I mean, the waddle the waddle stings, but that was just an expendable piece for me to get my guy. But I gave up like my second and third there. Um to, to go up to three and get Jefferson. And then I swap seventh round picks, Harris, for Edwards Alaire. And I prefer Edwards Alaire there. And then I downgrade Waddle to to Tony. But Tony could hit and be a top 15 guy. So that's a guy I was definitely willing to take a shot on because I saw him and got to experience his couple of blow up weeks. And then he obviously disappeared. But we'll see what we get. So.
0: Yeah, I. I... I think waddle is like the better version of tony just because i probably like his offense a bit more and he's not going to have the number one corner on him but at the same time you do have the number one guy in new york um he's primed for uh for a breakout if he can uh can get some good throws his way but i mean the same could you said about waddle with uh with Chua. so i mean you're just hoping that uh those young quarterbacks are able to come through both of you um i mean I always say like you look for the high end and you get the high end guys and then you can fill in behind them. I do still think it was fine for, it was good for Kale because he got Stefan Diggs, So he has a high end guy coming back and then still got two guys that were, have a lot of potential. Um But I mean, you at least got some potential behind Justin Jefferson. He's far and away my favorite wide receiver going into the season. Just uh like I, I just love. I'm, I'm banking.
1: I'm banking on him. If he hits wide receiver one, I won the trade. So that's what. That's what I'm hoping. No, we'll see. Like I'm. Like I said, I think I can find the piece or two to fill in to really solidify my team. I know what I'm getting in Jason Jefferson, and I love Hurts as my quarterback this year. Um, and we'll see with Godwin. I mean, I don't think Godwin. I don't know that I even want Godwin to to start the season. But if If he comes back healthy and, you know, he's got Tom Brady, he's wide receiver three, give me that. So,
0: Yep, that would uh, definitely be the top wide receiver crew if he came back and was anywhere close to what he was before. So you just have to see how he recovers from the injury. Um, Looking at the rest of your team here, um, got some guys on the pup that you just threw on there. We'll see if they uh, get you anything. Still haven't gotten your kicker or defense, um, but... I assume you just want to see how the rest of preseason plays yeah, out with a guy like Sky Moore and Tolbert them. and stuff. I'll go
1: as long, as long as I have to and pick up whoever's available, play a matchup. Nobody knows. Week one, uh, you know, a lot of shit changes after the first couple weeks with defenses. And a lot of times who you thought was good isn't. And people just come out of nowhere. So, kicker, it's a, it's a lottery. So, try and find a good offense. But... Happy with Ertz as my tight end just in the last round as a flyer. I mean, without Hopkins out, he's going to get some volume there. So,
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, Hopkins was out last year too, and I don't think he did much. So we'll see if uh, Kyler decides to look his way at all this year. Um, we did have one other trade, though. We had DK Metcalf and Allen Robinson moving their way for DJ Moore and Ramondre Stevenson. I really like the DK Allen Robinson side of this. I like what Garrett got. Um i see what cook was looking at there but i just don't see stevenson being a fantasy relevant back honestly. um dj moore i love this year but honestly i like alan robinson almost as much and then dk is better than Ramondre. so i know that he doesn't have a quarterback over there but it's still dk he doesn't need like he doesn't need an accurate quarterback he just needs someone to throw it his direction
1: yeah i i don't mind the trade um I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot more than you do. Apparently, like I think he's the better back out of him and Harris. Um, I do think it's going to be more of a committee um, in New England. But uh, as far as a receiver, I think DJ Moore is the best receiver in the in the trade.
0: I agree. I just I really love Allen Robinson this year, and then I do like Ramondre as far as a talent goes. I just don't see I don't see enough opportunities coming his way and. They really seem to... Ru- anything. I really... Like, they've been... Last year, they were just riding one guy the whole time, and Ramondre was behind Damian Harris there, so maybe he he supersedes him, and you get that out of it, but...
1: I just it, thought he looked better. At the end of the year, like, from watching, watching the games, I thought Ramondre looked like the better running back.
0: Yeah, as far as a running back, for sure. Um, I'm not sure how the blocking breaks down or, or not, um, but... When you have, what, three guys in that in that backfield, it just seems like it could be tough.
1: Well, it's uh, down to two. It's down to two now. Is it?
0: They always seem to have three. Oh, yeah, they traded away uh, Brandon Boulder. Right? Yeah, and, oh, I Derek don't got, know if they traded him. Or, or, or he, he, he just he won away. Hard. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, maybe they're both good enough. I mean, they're not going to get a huge amount of passing out of that offense. I don't see a lot of scoring happening in that offense either. So we'll see how that breaks down.
1: As a team this year, I think this might be one of the worst versions of the Patriots we've seen in a little while. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, what do I, I know? I picked up what's his face uh Devontae Parker in like one of the last rounds, and it's like you don't even feel good about grabbing him, even though he is a proven receiver in the past and is the number one overall in that offense. And it's like, <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> it doesn't you really mean anything. What is Mac? I mean, there was no receiver you wanted last year in that offense, really. So it's like. Who knows, maybe uh, Mac does take a step forward, but we'll have to see if that actually happens. I don't think he's as good as people are trying to say. I think he just has amazing coaching, won some games, not necessarily because of he
1: did anything. Yeah. Agreed. But I'm also a Patriots hater, so.
0: I think that's a common majority in, in the group, now that we don't have a Patriots fan anymore.
1: Yeah, you guys and you're switching teams, I don't know how that works.
0: <laughs> Brown at least has a, a good reason to do it right now, and it's because he uh kind of in the area already an Orioles fan. Whenever he has a kid, he wants his kid to know him as just uh, a, a Baltimore fan. <laughs> That's funny. So, looking at the draft, um, first round, we uh, we went pretty chalk outside of I would say the keeper, which Yogi decided not to keep. Justin Jefferson really shook things up. Um, letting JJ go third overall Um, I definitely think that we all consider that as bad but at the same time I don't think anyone hated Yogi's draft at all I think Yogi had a solid draft overall he took some guys out of position I would say as far as where you would normally get them but I mean overall I think it came together fairly nicely unless Juju's hurt and then that kind of changes some things but I mean he still has Ayuk to throw in there so and Honestly, I have heard everyone's down on Claypool, but I mean, supposedly he's making plays in camp and he's still the number two there. And I mean, he's another guy like DK where he doesn't need a good quarterback. He just needs someone to throw it in his direction and he's going to come down with it. So he could be a guy that's was underdrafted this year, I would say. I mean, 11th rounder, it's kind of whatever at that point. And I mean, compare it like I took Devonte Parker right after him. I would much rather have had Claypool. Um, I just think he's a much more talented guy than basically anyone else going in that round. So,
1: yeah, he's definitely worth Lauda checking. I don't, I don't hate Yogi's decision to keep Leonard Fournette in the eighth. Um, like I always harked at Kale, just because of the value of the pick, he has three guys in the first two rounds as opposed to two. Um, I mean, he still got Derrick Henry in the first, and then um, I mean, he took uh, what we get. Uh, I mean. He took Michael Pittman, which does look strange, I guess. When he, but and then he came around and and took Zeke, so it worked out. But yeah, I I really like IU's team. I think he had has one of the strongest overall teams. Um, I think he killed it in the first five six rounds.
0: Yep, definitely. And uh, Fournette looks uh, looks. I mean, compared to guys who went right before him, right after him, like Antonio Gibson and Kareem Hunt went before and after him. So it's like. That's the kind of value you were able yeah. to get by keeping him there. So it's like, yeah, I mean, even if you look at the seventh round, like a guy like Chase Edmonds, is, I mean, great and all. Like, I like him and everything, but obviously, Leonard Fournette's been there, proven it, already done it. I mean, you're taking him over, obviously, a bunch of guys. So, um, you no know, surprises,
1: got- I'd say, in the first. I mean, I think everybody was glad that Yogi made that decision because it kind of made things better quality guy than they thought they were getting down. Like, um, I was happy to get chase at nine. I didn't, didn't completely expect that to happen. It was one of my actual, like real hopeful possibilities. And, um, I don't think that happens if he, if he does keep JJ. So,
0: yeah, there was four guys I would have been fine with at my position, cook, Henry, Eckler, and Najee. Um, and then I also would have been fine with chase as well. Um, even Kamara actually, but, There was a huge difference between the top three, Dalvin, Henry, and Eckler, in my opinion, than Najee, Chase, and and Kamara. So I was definitely happy to be able to run it back with Eckler again. Um, I mean, I'm sure Yogi's pretty happy getting Derek Henry at number five when I think... I mean, we were thinking he'd probably go three, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was my original expectation. That or Eckler. I I wasn't completely sold. Yeah. So...
0: Who uh who had uh, some good picks here that you like just overall just some sneaky picks
1: uh I like Dakota getting CD at the back of the second just just scrolling through I'll, I'll just say what comes to mind um like you like AJ Brown slipping to you um I guess we'll get to bad picks so we'll address Marquise Brown in a minute um
0: for me I really like Brian Robinson for Dakota as well uh going in the yeah, tenth that's tenth deep. round and I mean. We just talked about Antonio Gibson going in the eighth. Like, that should have been Robinson's spot, really, because Robinson's the starter. Like,
1: Yeah. Um, Damian Pierce, 100th overall. Seems like he's, he's he's the guy, so both of them. He could
0: definitely be a top-20 um, guy getting him that late.
1: I talked to cut out of Damian Pierce, and maybe he'll end up thanking me for it, but both of them could, uh, could be pretty good picks there. All three of them in a row, Pickens there at 98, if he turns into anything, so... Man, I'm loving that round. Alave, Rooney, late. There's some. There's some definitely sleepers that are going to hit.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, now get to the bad picks, and you mentioned it. I mean, Garrett, I know you wanted Marquise Brown, but you could have had him in the fourth position, honestly. And like,
1: I mean, when when at you at least see- at least in the fourth, yeah. I mean, uh, I do a lot of mocks, and he goes in like sixth. I mean, fifth, maybe earlier. You know, but I mean, just look at the kind of the receivers after him i would take t higgins i don't like McLaurin, but i'd take more mike williams sutton those were two of my picks i was going to say i love those two back-to-back fourth round receivers mike williams and sutton they're uh they're two big ones for me
0: yeah i definitely uh i would have liked sutton for sure over him mike williams as well um i mean hey maybe he comes in and he blows it up through the first couple of weeks and you're able to flip him or maybe he just has that spot now because he's best buds with uh Kyler I mean I see what you like in him I just don't like him where you got him so but I guess you got to go get your guys um I just think there was better value to be had for sure um not sure about Judy at number in the fifth pick I'm not sure his ADP but again we're, we're talking about like Godwin going after him Eli, Eli Mitchell like I like those guys more. I mean, if you go for Waller, I like him too. I probably like Cooks better. Um, so definitely a little bit of reaching, but when you have Javante in the sixth round, I mean, you can yep. mess, mess some things up and still come out pretty good. I mean, that trio of running backs is pretty ridiculous.
1: I think that's a big thing uh, this year more than any other year is that a lot of teams did have like a pretty damn good keeper, and I think that made a big difference um, when you look at the overall rosters afterwards. Like, I mean, you getting Mark Andrews in the six just lets you hammer everything else and just know you have that at tight end, you know. And some of the other ones, just like you said, uh, Javante. I mean, I I had Waddle, got to just use him as like a add-on to go get my guy. And I just think definitely helps when you can nail a guy for next year.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And, uh, Garrett was able to make that trade to get some wide receiver depth. Um, and I mean, might come out to, to him having a pretty solid overall roster, in my opinion, um, at least at the top end and we'll have to see what, what happens with a guy like Lazard and if he can come through. Um, I mean, there's all the potential in the world, but you have to see it. And I mean, Rogers has proven that he can do it. It's just like, he's not in his prime anymore. Rogers isn't. And, uh, we'll have to see if he's able to do it now outside of his prime. So, so overall, who, uh, who do you think had the, the best drafts Best draft?
1: Um, and we can, tough. we can I just mean, say team currently. Yeah. Yeah. Best, best teams is what I was looking at. And, um, I put my money on you and starter, um, and myself, but as it stands currently, I wouldn't say I like my team the best, but I like both you and Starner as, uh, real strong overall rosters um, especially depth wise and just uh, I think uh, I don't know I'd put you guys as my front runners uh, my two bottom teams because um, I did have two that stood out and and maybe it's it's more about like the slot and shows me I wouldn't want to be picking up the front of the draft this year but I like Warner and Dakota's team the least I think um, just I, I don't know just overall what I'm seeing lack of depth Dakota could have Brian Robinson hit. That would help him. But I guess he does have CMC, which helps. But Michael Thomas is already hurt. And, um, that's that's not good. Oh, here it says doesn't sound serious, but Michael Thomas hurt already in preseason.
0: So I I see what you're saying with those two, and I I agree that they definitely have weaker rosters. But I think the problem with their teams isn't necessarily that they drafted at. Per like too badly for their position or anything like that. And I think they could have done just fine. The problem is that everyone else had ridiculous keepers, and they didn't. Um, Pitts in the fourth is not really that much value. I think he was going, what, third round? So you got him a round, a round later or something like that. Um, and I think third round for, for Pitts, honestly, is way too high for him. I think the fourth round is probably where he should have gone. Um, and then you look at Warner, he had no keeper. So it's like for what he had with no keeper and everything. I think he honestly did a great job at every pick. Like I can't look at any of his picks and say, I don't like that. It's just, he didn't get the super value like everyone else did pretty much.
1: Yeah, no, I see it. And, um, the only, the only spot that I kind of disagreed with some of Warner's picks are that sixth and seventh round turn. I think he could have done better. Um, I liked Gabe Davis, Clyde Edwards, Lair, I Ed, Edmonds for sure. Edmonds. I love their, um, josh jacobs we'll see i get, he's the best back there but everything just they've been playing him a lot into the the preseason and everything i hear on podcasts and stuff has just been super negative on josh jacobs and then Thielen we'll see um he hasn't been able to stay healthy i just would prefer some of the, the younger guys uh with the high upside like gabe davis um to to some of those picks but I mean, it's early. I mean, we'll see. It's all speculative now. You know, it's, you always look like an asshole in the podcast three weeks into the season. So, yeah,
0: the, th- the thing is with, with Werner's team, his top three picks can all win him a week or like at any time they can just win the week. Um, Brees Hall seems like he's one of the best prospects ever at running back. So we'll see if he can still do it even behind that Jets offense line and against teams that know he's literally the only player that they have to worry about, basically, outside of uh, what's his face at receiver. Um, yeah. I mean, then, it's definitely, it's tough um, yeah. when you don't have uh, in Andrews in the sixth round, you don't have like a fourth round pick for Cooper Cup. Like these, those picks just, Like you said, you like our drafts the best, but I mean, I think those are probably two of the best keepers. We're we're out there this year. It isn't very
1: deep. Cook invested in that that Mahomes stack, but after the trade, his team's not looking. I mean, he has some horses. Everybody's going to have horses to start the year, but whenever injuries come and some holes get plugged in in the roster, Um, I don't really like what Cook's working with to start.
0: Yeah, I would say, especially after the the trade, I don't think... It did him any favors for sure. I mean, he he's starting Ramondre, and I I mean Tony Pollard is in his starting lineup, which like I I don't think I'm he not. has enough players to fill out a roster currently. Like I'd be playing MVS if I were him, and just kind of hope that he's actually something. But I don't I don't like I like Mooney's talent, but I don't want to trust him as my wide receiver three right now. Maybe a flex, but
1: there's offense
0: yeah it's it's tough but when you have a guy like kelsey it's like a lot that equals out a lot of things for you and i mean patty was way down on everyone was on the, him this year but i mean getting patty in the fifth i mean that could prove to be a really nice keeper next year i mean if yeah he's he back, to, back this... to mvp patty exactly so um I th- is there any uh any guys that you could see being crazy keepers next year uh maybe young guys that could win the job and just really do a good job or guys that were hurt I'm sure you had some on your mind that you did
1: well that's why I took I mean I already haven't liked what I saw about that uh Trey Burks but we'll see what Sky Moore is um I mean I really don't have too many keeper opportunities myself I didn't think about it much when drafted I guess Rashad Penny has always looked great if he could stay healthy he could be Jalen Hurts if he's like you know QB top top three in the fifth round that might be something to consider so we'll see it always plays out weird yeah maybe i think cam Akers maybe cam Akers comes out as a freaking rb too that's you know, what RB. i was saying
0: yeah. is i think a lot of the keepers this year could come out of those younger running backs that were either hurt or just aren't proven yet a guy like cam Akers, a guy like um Brees hall like getting Brees hall in the fourth next year could end up being like the best pick of the draft if he. Really comes out and is a top ten running back this year.
1: But on other teams, I mean, uh, that that tenth round looks juicy for for potential keepers. We got Kenneth Walker, Drake London, James Cook, George Pickens, Brian Robinson, and Damian Pierce. I it, mean, even Waddle. Sound, I definitely well, Waddle, Waddle. was my keeper.
0: Oh, did you trade on it too? So yeah, it yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah. So okay, but that no.
1: Olave there. Uh, so yeah I think that 11th uh that 10 11 there yeah
0: for me if Pacheco Pacheco. comes out and wins the KC job like I would be very happy with an 11th on him next year but we'll have to see how that plays out I think Chase Edmonds in the sixth would be great for next year
1: too oh yeah yeah Chase Edmonds hits uh my big one the my little sneaky trick for the draft was my Jamison Williams pick knowing I could just stash him on the IR and not have to worry about a roster spot for at least half the year for him and see if maybe he hits and then, uh, you know, granted it's Detroit, but 12th round. Yeah, I mean,
0: he was obviously a huge draft pick, so if he comes out and shows anything at the end of the year for you, that could be something. It's definitely going to be tough to hold him because he's probably going to come back, not really get used, and you might end up having to drop him if you're not having a great roster there. Yeah, we'll see where we're at. So maybe you just keep them on the IR and just ride it out with no moves, but that's tough for you out of all people not to make moves. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yep, I hear you, I get the itch, but
0: yeah, overall I think pretty solid drafts up and down the board. Um, I do think the keepers push some teams above others um, more so than others, um, but I'm excited. It's always cool to start associating these players with the different teams that they're on. Um, but you happy overall with uh, where you're coming out at?
1: Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean it, it's a project. Looking at it, I, I I really like the pieces in place, though. I mean, I do feel my team just looked like projection way higher, looked more solid overall. But I'm betting on I'm betting on the dude, man. I I love Justin Jefferson. I think he's gonna. Everything I read is he's unguardable, man. Like he just trashing everybody. So
0: yeah, and I mean if you think about it, you traded. Uh, a second rounder for a first rounder, basically,
1: and then would you trade your third and... Second and third, and then I swapped seventh, and then Waddle's really like a fourth, fifth round pick, but yeah. I, it was a tenth rounder for me, so and I, mean, I picked up Tony, so...
0: That's basically what I was trying to do pre-draft, so but I was trying to do it over multiple years, but <laughs> over next year as well, <laughs> but um, I definitely think... Uh, the wild card team for me is is definitely the wheelie bros. I mean, you said you like him the most, and I mean, he has one of the scariest teams. If Kamara comes back and is just, that offense is basically run through him, which it 100% could, and if they actually have wide receiver options so they can't cloud the box and you get Jamison healthy all year, I mean, it doesn't matter if Jamison throws picks and stuff. If he's just spreading the ball around and making space for Kamara, that's all you need. And then it's just per cup the, stack. I mean, yeah, it's that stack is crazy. You get Nuck coming back in round or what week seven, so right in time for when I play him. So Correct. great, great there. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Dobbins there.
1: Yeah, projects I really, I really like,
0: like Dobbins. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. But Germ has a very scary team to repeat. I think he's the guy that we're all going to be rooting against this year. Just Absolutely. Simply because can't have back to back. -back. Not at all. But definitely very scary. Um, Looking forward to this year. Good draft, guys. And uh, you have anything else you want to add on here, Matt?
1: No, man. It's it's been it's been real, man. That's uh, definitely just reiterate. Great weekend. Always love seeing you guys, and uh, can't wait to fucking do it again. Yeah, man. Um, So
0: just a quick recap, basically. Think uh, overall successful draft. No one, uh, no one got stranded in Delaware. Good. I almost did. I told Matt. Uh, drove out at ten thirty. Wasn't feeling great. Stopped in at the Row of Farms. Slept a couple hours there. Two more hours, and then uh, <laughs> it's only an hour and a half home. So that wasn't bad. Hey, better
1: that. safe than sorry, man. Fuck it.
0: Well, I knew I needed I some food, you know I mean? and I just wasn't ready for food yet. So I just waited
1: until I was. So sorry. I got I got back in the Carlisle and said I'm not fucking driving home, so I just got a cheap hotel room with Jenna for a few hours, and she left, and I just crashed till morning. I was off work Monday, and then fucking yeah, I just slept all day.
0: Yeah, I think we, we all it. pretty much slept all day. I uh, I didn't sleep, but I was dead on the couch for sure. So trying out uh the chef show um with the bear. Good show, definitely. Okay. Be, be yeah. Watch it. Have you yeah, seen it? I want to
1: see that one. No, no. I've been hearing good things. I need to. I need to watch. Because
0: you watch Shameless, right?
1: Yeah, I like Shameless.
0: And the guy from Shameless isn't it? so. Yeah, what? Yeah. So he's he's great. He carries the show, but there are some great characters in it for sure. So definitely recommend that for anyone uh looking for a show to start up. uh Just run through it on Hulu.
1: And but uh, right. well, good luck this year, bitches. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guarantee a championship this year slapping a guarantee on it so all
0: right i mean i uh i ran back the name royale with cheese so i think that's uh me calling out the championship as well or at least trying to give myself all the options if joe webb comes back to play i feel like i am on the honor system to just have to pick him up and drop someone for him so him or mike vick either or well actually i won with peyton so Peyton, that was Peyton in '80s MVP years. I had them both somehow, so maybe I'll just have to get a two MVP race. uh, Just have them on my roster. That's the only way I can actually win. But (laughs) all right, guys, I appreciate you listening. Um, hopefully, uh, we can get some other people on here. Maybe get two others to do the week one preview. Um, love to have other people on to. Do the, uh, the hosting and the guest. And then I can run everything. So all you would have to do is talk like you normally would and just run the show. But uh, we're definitely going to have to do stuff like that if we want podcast ever I don't mind recording. I'm just not looking to talk every week. But anytime I'm up for it, I'll, I'll definitely fire it up. So appreciate you guys listening. Hope you guys have a good season. Um, can't wait to see... What mistakes matt makes on the waiver wire and trades coming up in this year um if you want to talk matt definitely uh, come my way
1: all right peace out fellas
0: all right later guys